Welcome to another episode of Just Jerry Live, plotting perspectives in church life with Todd Bryant and Jeff Short. Been a day or two since we've done a Just Jerry. It's been a couple, and I've really noticed uh, the fans have have let me know about that, that it's been a while. Have you noticed any drop in t-shirt sales or anything like that? Well, I would say not really a drop. It's just sort of been steady. We just haven't really had that increase that we would like to see. Absolutely. I can see that. Well, we are logged on and prepared to talk about an interesting subject, at least to me, uh, Bible conferences. Now, a lot of people may not use that term. You know, some people call them summer meetings or some people call them revivals. Generally speaking, when I say Bible conference, I'm talking about the church is having a special set of meetings and they've got several guest speakers in and oftentimes with a theme that they're wanting the speakers to speak on, you know, assigned subjects even perhaps. Is is that pretty common language and what people mean when they say a, a Bible conference? I would think so. A conference usually involves more than just one speaker. Um, if it's a revival or special meeting or fellowship meeting or things like that, sometimes usually it's just one. Well, what when you begin talking about Bible conferences, what are the most prominent scriptures that you point people to relative to how to carry one out and how often they should be done? And, you know, what, what scriptures do you use to, to lead people down that road? That's uh, Second Hesitations, chapter four. <laughs> they aren't in the Bible. We can agree, right? There, there are no Bible conferences in the scripture. No, there are no Bible conferences in the Bible. I say that, obviously, I knew how you were going to answer. Um, I thought you might say Second Hezekiah, but no, nonetheless, uh, sometimes if you say, well, we didn't have a Bible conference this year, or even I've seen some you know, pastors, maybe their church just doesn't have an annual Bible conference, you can tell that the churches that do almost look out of the corner of their eye at you like, you know, are you really a church? You know, you don't have a Bible <laughs> conference. So... Can we just put it out there that Bible conferences aren't wrong, but they are not required in Scripture? So if your church does not have a Bible conference, that's okay. Absolutely, it's okay. Okay, okay. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get that out there uh, just at the very beginning. So what is the goal if, you know, if it, you, we just had a Bible conference? Maybe I should start here. Uh, we had a Bible conference this past July, you were here speaking in that Bible conference for us. We had a couple of other guys. I was. We had a couple of other guys in, and then the elders of our church all spoke. We ended up having eight sermons, and the subject was why the church. And we wanted to talk more on a practical level, though it was, I think, full of doctrinal things and theological things throughout these sermons. But we wanted to look at the church from the perspective of why do I even need a church? Because I think that's a question that people ask in our day. You know, I've got the internet, I've got sermon audio, I've got apps, I can watch services live. You know, we're not living a hundred years ago. Why do I even need the church? And I wanted our members to be prepared to answer those questions and also be challenged about their own membership. 
So that's how we went about our Bible conference this year. Is that is that good for a church? Is that something that should be well thought out? I mean, what is positive about going into a conference like that? Well, I think having a theme certainly helps um, and can be good. Having, um, whether it's assigned texts or titles or however you want to look at it, but having a, a conference that's about something, you know, at least in my mind, I think a conference ought to be designed to be beneficial to the church. Um, so it's not, you know, just an opportunity to have some guests in, so to speak, but it, it should be uh, viewed as a time that's going to be profitable um, for the church. And, you know, generally the pastor or the elders there is going to know, have a good sense of where the church is and maybe something that would be helpful. And usually they're going to know a lot better than a guest that's coming in, um, even though uh, a guest preacher may very well be able to preach a certain passage or on a certain topic. But really that pastor is going to have a better idea of, of what the church needs to hear uh, and what sort of things could be beneficial. The design of having a conference about why the church, uh, you know, it was answering some particular questions and I felt like was a, certainly was a beneficial time. Well, we, you know, the, the elders here at our church began talking about our Bible conference seven, eight months out. And we began trying to run through various topics or subjects, uh, you know, well outside of what I've been invited to preach before. And I've been invited to preach, you know, three weeks before a Bible conference before. And most of the time there's a theme, but we, we try our best to get way out from that so that we can make sure we have good preparation because most of the guys that we're inviting in are in their pulpit every week. So the longer that you can give them, the better. Now, this year, you obviously only had about a month to prepare here because we had a cancellation and you stepped up and we appreciate that. But normally a guy's going to have, you know, four or five months to prepare when he comes here. And I do think that having that theme and having those assigned subjects has been extremely beneficial compared to years ago when we did not do that because the sermons tend to be a little bit more generic and they seem to intersect in a whole lot more places when we don't assign subjects than when we do. Right. And so I I think guys have been able to come in here knowing what we wanted them to preach, knowing what our people needed more than anything. And, and I, I do think that our people have ever since we began going at conferences that way, I do think our people have been challenged and have learned a lot when we had a conference. So I was I was glad the way it went this year. So that's the positive side of a conference. But can a conference be negative? Is that even possible? I mean, if guys are coming in and preaching the Bible, can can a conference be negative? I think it can. Um and I think I've probably been to a few negative conferences. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've had that uh, pleasure or not, but uh, uh, there certainly can be negative things about a conference. Um, one of those being, obviously, the centerpiece of a conference really is the preaching of the Bible. That's what it should be. And when you get preaching of everything but the Bible, 
um, that can certainly be a negative. Um, I think when you get preachers that simply just treat the conference as a little mini vacation, and so they just go and they just grab a a selection of of, of their outlines of things they've already preached, and, and then they just kind of uh, you know get up and and rehash one of their old sermons. Th- those are usually not uh, the best of conferences to have. Uh, usually not the most beneficial to be at. So the preaching is obviously one thing that is one thing that can make it bad, I guess. Um, certainly a, a conference could be negative if it's, if it just becomes a showcase for pride, if it gets to be competitive, if it's, um, uh, you know, something that, you know, just becomes about, uh, about the schedule. And I, I mean, there's just all, all sorts of negative things like that I can think of. Yeah. And I have, I don't know if had the pleasure of going to a bad conference is uh, exactly the way to put it, but I, I have definitely gone to conferences and, and oftentimes it's either there is no theme, you know, preach whatever the Lord lays on your heart, which I, I could do an entire just Jerry on that particular subject. We aren't prophets today. We are to preach the word. So anyway, we don't want to deceive. You. Um, right. Also the, the conferences who, which theme is the same theme that the church has had every single year for the past 25 years. Those conferences aren't good. Uh, the church knows those topics, give them something different than what they're hearing every single week. Now I don't mean unique as in not biblical, but give them something challenging that, you know, would, would put them in a position where they had to respond to what they're hearing. Not not something that's just meant to teach them intellectual knowledge, but something that's meant to challenge the church to go forward with the conference. Right. And I, I have been to those conferences where, you know, like you said earlier, guys are, are invited that just do not preach the text of Scripture. It's it's a talking about the Bible. I think we did a just Jerry on that talking about the Bible, not preaching the Bible. So those conferences can be negative. If you're going to pay a guy, you're going to put him up in a motel. You're going to give him a check. You're going to bring him in away from his church and you're going to ask him to speak to your people. You need to be cautious that you're bringing in a guy that you believe is going to preach the Bible accurately and in a challenging way. And if you don't do that, right. you can expect a negative outcome. And we ought to think more of the pulpit and more of God's word and more of our flock than to invite somebody in like that. So, yeah, I've been to some of those negative conferences when I came home and just wished I had stayed home. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, Thanksgiving dinner at your mom's house. You know, it's it's just a meal. You don't you don't eat that way all the time and, you know, you're just looking forward to it and you get there and you know, she just serves up some uh some warmed up leftovers, you know. <laughs> that would be That'd be a little disappointing, and uh, oftentimes that's what that's what we get at conferences. Man, my my mom, and I'm, I know everybody's mom's a great cook, but my mom is an outstanding cook. And if we went over there, and that's what we had, you know, leftover 
sloppy Joes from three nights ago, I would be very disappointed on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) (laughs) So, so can, you know, we've talked about that conferences hopefully are, you know, possibly very positive if you handle them correctly. They can be negative, but is there a point in which conferences can actually become a harmful thing to that local congregation or even to those visit visitors that come into the conference? Can, can they become harmful? I believe the conferences can and do become harmful. One of the ways would be when a conference becomes sort of a, an informal convention, uh, an informal type fellowship, or, you know, of course we, we are in independent churches and, you know, we like to make a big deal about that. You know, we're independent churches. We're not conventions and associations and what have you. And, um, but sometimes you can see conferences take on that sort of feel. Um, and so when a, when a conference becomes bigger than the local church, uh, that's a problem. Uh, that, that's a big problem. Um, I think another way that uh, a conference can actually become harmful is when we think that going to a conference is fulfilling the great commission or is essentially our Christian service or Christian duty. And when it takes away from the local outreach and ministry of a local church, then a conference is, has definitely become harmful and you'd be, you'd be better off canceling it than just continuing to have it. Uh, when it, you know, when it becomes the center of everything, when it becomes, you know, what a church is about. And again, it just eclipses, uh, the local ministry and, local outreach and what have you, then I, I believe a conference has definitely become uh, harmful at that point. Yeah, I was going to say if a if a Bible conference becomes the main thing that you do during the year, quit having the Bible conference. I mean, a church is to be a local, you know, I believe independent is in keeping with Scripture. But even if you're in a fellowship, that conference is meant to be for that local church and right. but it does not replace the local church it is not everything that the local church is meant to do because the local church has been planted there by god we believe to be an outreach in their community and that is always true by the way even during a conference you never your, your conference never should become so closed doored that the community around you would not be the first people you are inviting to come to the conference. But if if you don't do any outreach and the conference is seen as outreach by the membership, I'm afraid that they probably aren't sharing the gospel with people in their daily lives. Right. And, and that becomes really, really problematic. And by the way, as a pastor, you may not be teaching from the pulpit that the conference is replacing the local work of the church. I'm not, I'm not in any way suggesting that, but if you're not careful, it can just be taken that way. So you've got to go to great lengths to make sure that the other 51 weeks a year, we are doing our local ministry. This conference is, is meant to push us further into doing our local ministry. It is not greater than 
the local ministry of the church. And if it ever becomes that, yet like you say, it's negative, and it, and it would be better to be left undone. Yeah, I certainly think it's it's hurting a church at that point, and, and yeah, just would be just would be better not to have it. I agree. Do you have anything else uh, you'd like to throw out there relative to conferences? Well, this is maybe just a, I, I don't know what you want to call it, just a practical observation or what have you, but conferences can become, uh, I don't know if addictive is the right word, but if you're running and going all the time, to conferences, I do think you get a, you get a a diminishing return, you know, whatever, whatever benefit that you might be getting from the conference is probably being overcome by the cost that it's bringing you. And I'm, I'm thinking in terms of, uh, your low, your own local church, um, your own local community, as well as your own family. And so I, I, I would just, I would just say, you know, be be selective, you know, be wise in the use of your time. And if you're uh, uh, if you're always going around to to conferences and uh, that's about all you're doing, I would also say, you know, what uh, take take your wife and kids on a vacation, and uh, you know, spend some time together as a family, and and uh, you know, don't don't let that don't let that become the the center of your life. No, I agree. And again, your call as a as a church and as an individual member of a church is to be a witness for Christ in whatever area you've been planted in. And if that is replaced by attending a conference 10 times a year, then probably you need to rethink that. And and I do agree that families need some family time. Don't rob your kids of a vacation because you've gotten into this addictiveness of hitting these 10 conferences a year. Take your kids to where you can spend some quality time with them because you cannot get those years back. No, you cannot. Yeah, we, we've tried to go on a you know, family vacation every year. And, you know, looking back, I don't regret a one of them. And I'm thankful that I had them because, our, you know, our kids are out now. So we don't, we we you know cherish those memories and and I'm sure they do too if if they were honest of course they're still at that age where they're not thinking about them but one day they will so <laughs> I hope right because they cost money uh, you got you got anything else that uh, you'd like to add no I I think we've pretty well solved the world's problems once again you know every once in a while I've heard a, a pastor at a conference or or church say does anybody have anything that you want to add at the at the end of the conference and a few times i've heard that followed by some crazy things people have said so i hesitantly ask you if you have anything (laughs) that can be a dangerous question i hope everybody has a great day this is just jerry signing off have a good one